Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. I'm Adriana Scori, a Canadian Rockies hiking, adventure, and travel mom to my two-year-old Turner and newborn baby Nash, and founder and CEO of Kids Who Explore. I'm Lauren Rodick-Eberly, mama to Collins and Deacon. We love exploring between our two homes in Alberta, Canada and Washington State, USA. Today's Kids Who Explore podcast is sponsored by Keen Footwear, one of our favorite brands for outdoor shoes. Picking the perfect outdoor play shoe has proven to be quite the task from time to time. There are so many features to take into consideration when picking the perfect play shoe, such as being machine washable for those muddy adventures, and how well your little one is able to independently put their shoes on and take them off. Keen has endless outdoor play shoe options, such as the Notch Hollow Sneaker and the Targi Sport Vent Sneaker, and not just for kids, but options for the whole family. To find the perfect outdoor shoe for your next adventure, visit www.keenfootwear.com. That's K-E-E-N footwear.com. Echo is a wife and a mom of two beautiful children, soon to be three. She lives in Central Oregon, where the outdoor adventures never end. Before starting her family, she lived, worked, and breathed childhood development and education. That strong foundation helped her know that outside learning and play serves as a key developmental role in children's lives. Her sole focus is for her kids to become stewards of the outdoors, educate them about the beautiful world around them, and build resilience. All of this while promoting fun and creating strong bonds. Echo, thanks for chatting today. Yeah, no problem. Can you tell us a bit more about what you and your family like to do outside together? Yeah, I mean, really, so like I said in the intro, we live in Central Oregon, so there's so much to do. So during the summer, we hike and we bike and because my five-year-old just learned how to bike so we're biking slowly around (laughs) around the paths um we go swimming we go to the lakes we boat we do everything that you could probably think of that's something that we as a family we try to really incorporate even fishing which I don't personally love fishing but my husband is a big fisherman and he's trying to get um, our son into it too so I'll sit by the lake sometimes and watch them if I have to. (laughs) So good. Adrian, I've talked about that before, like the balance of what everyone loves in the outdoors and giving everyone a little piece of what they love. Exactly. Yeah. I really wanted to chat with you today about your adventure club. I think what you created is great for so many people, but it's even really a great kind of New Year's goal for people. Yeah. With, at the time, this will be coming out, it'll be close to New Year's. So that's maybe something people can start thinking about to help people get outside more and have some accountability with friends yeah. and of course, just have fun. Yes, totally. <laughs> so can you talk about the book that inspired you to create your own adventure club? Yeah, so I've been into, like I was following a thousand hours outside and a couple of other outdoor accounts run wild my child I think was another one and they had recommended this book called adventuring together and the second that the because I only listen to audio right now as a mom so the second that the audio starts I think she says something about we need to go on more adventures as a family so that we can create these strong bonds because there's these this idea that as our kids get older, it's totally okay for them to go out and be with their friends and the the family bond kind of suffers. And so if we're adventuring with our kids, we're creating these like much stronger bonds together. And that just hit me. And I was like, oh my goodness, why am I not going outside and like even going to the library or whatever, like any kind of thing 
why am I not making that into an adventure where my kids can say, hey, mom, you remember that one time when we did this one thing? I really liked doing that. And we can create these shared memories, which can create these amazing bonds. And so I pretty much like had highlights, sticky notes on my phone, like every single chapter. So um, that book just really, and then COVID, it, I started it during COVID. So I had the COVID boredom, you know? And so we got together with two other families and that's how we started it. So amazing. Okay. I have to read Adventuring Together. So you said it, you sent it to me. It's by Greta Eskridge, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything you were saying, I've read so many books on attachment parenting and yeah, starting that young, because then when your kids are teenagers, hopefully they're saying, hey, mom, let's go to hike together. Let's go to bed together, something like that. Exactly. Well, and then the other thing too, is like when you start so young, you are building up their resilience slowly and slower and slower so that when they are maybe like six or seven, they can go on longer hikes. And so you're creating these much wider Um, nets of where you can go and what you can do out in the outdoors. So true. Those small exposures Mm -hmm. make such a difference. And probably, especially as you see, you're having your third kid. Now your older kids are able to do these things. So then when you're supporting your youngest in them, it's not like you need to give as much support to the older ones. Oh, a hundred percent. We even saw that. So one of the other moms that was in adventure club with me, she and I were pregnant around the same time. She had her baby in March and I had my baby in May. And so that winter we kept taking the kids to um, go sledding. And so our older boys, they're about the same age. They were, that would have been, they would have been three and a half, almost four. And they were just like, loving sledding and trying to build snowmen while we have the babies huddled to us and strapped and like oh do you need to nurse so let's nurse you and the other boys were like completely fine and so as we bring this third baby in it'll be even better because my oldest son is like yeah let's go three miles is nothing for me now so yes and they'll be teaching the younger ones (laughs) exactly yeah he already likes to take his sister around and he's like look at this no look at this so Oh, it's that perfect. makes me so excited to have my next one <laughs> for the sibling bond. Yeah, it's it's probably my favorite part. Like, don't get me wrong, they fight and they argue like all kids, but when they get into that moment where they're being together, it's like rip your heart out. Like you just can't help but just like want to weep almost. Oh, so worth so worth all the fights. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So when you started your adventure club, then it was three families. Yeah. So it was me and then two others. And our kids ranged from um, seven to newborns. So we had seven, three, no, seven, four, four, three, and then the two babies. Okay. That is so great to hear. Cause I feel like people might think that starting a venture club, you have to have so many families or there can't oh. be a huge range of kids or, or ages of kids. Right. You're saying it's totally doable. Um, I actually prefer to have different age ranges of kids because you'll notice sometimes that your child might gravitate towards an older child because they're on the same thinking level or they might go to the younger kids because they want to kind of control the situation so I love having different ages I think that's the best part and that's kind of the Montessori way right where they see above them and then maybe a little below exactly yeah yeah totally how often did you guys meet up and was it always scheduled in the same time frame or did you just 
send a text and see when people are available. So for us originally, um, like I said, it just came out of that COVID boredom. So it was whenever we wanted to get together. But then we started, so I'm type A, I'm a very type A person. So then we started planning it and it was like every Wednesday we would meet and do something. And we started it in the winter. So it was a lot of sledding and snowshoeing and music, going to the museum and things like that. Um, so it was like every Wednesday we would meet at like 9.30 or 10. Then we'd pack a lunch and then we usually leave by like 12 to get everyone home for naps. I love that you're saying there wasn't a lot of structure to what you did, which is great because you just allowed the freedom to explore. Yeah. Yeah. But good. Like you always need snacks. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Snacks was like key. And then we did let it just, um, sort of bloom. So we would say, Hey, you know what? It's going to be like 40 degrees. Let's go sledding because that's like warm in the, in the dead of winter, let's go sledding. And so we'd bring the sleds. And then one day we brought um, like watercolors. So the kids made their own sculptures and then they could paint them, but we didn't tell them, Hey, let's build sculptures. We just had the things available for them to do. So it was very free. Like you guys do whatever you want. And that's what I loved about adventure club is even during the summer, we would pick a place, we'd take some things, but it was all up to the kids what they wanted to do. Okay. Do you homeschool? I am. So my son is five. So we're going to start homeschool this year. He also goes to a local forest school program here. Oh, and so yeah, he's a lot of outside time. <laughs> that is my dream. I'm hoping I can get my daughter into outdoor school or forest yeah. school. Yeah. Is there a lot of that in Oregon? A lot of options for schools? Um. Actually, surprisingly, there have been a lot more popping up. This, the one that we're in was one of the original ones that started. And then our local mountain, I got an email a few months ago that said they were doing one. And then uh, I know there's two or three other ones. So they are becoming more and more popular. And I think, you know, going back to like all the changes that happened when COVID was a thing, uh, parents aren't really wanting to send their kids necessarily to traditional school. And so I think it's becoming more and more popular, both homeschool and like the outdoor school. Yeah. And it sounds like your adventure club was a form of outdoor school. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. So let's talk about some activities you did in different weather conditions. So you said for winter, sledding, painting in the snow, snowshoeing, anything else you can pick up for winter? Um, we... So we had this special spot that was only 15 minutes from our house on the way to the mountain. We're very lucky where we live. Um, So yeah, we did snow volcanoes where we brought plastic cups and put uh, baking soda and then we brought vinegar. The kids painted in there and then they just exploded. So that was fun. Um, And then we did two snowshoe adventures, which was fun, except for I have to recommend don't pack don't be the one that packs your baby frontwards the whole way because it's kind of a long time. So next time my husband is doing that. So we did snowshoeing. We went to, we have a couple local museums that we went to. Um, but really, honestly, I will tell you that we probably sledded that year maybe 20 times. Like that was just, let's go to the mountain. There's nothing else to do. So that's what definitely sure the kids just did not complain about oh they didn't that. complain even <laughs> not even one second they loved it so much and did you have the adventure club still leading into spring and summer oh yeah we definitely did so in the spring uh we did we 
we didn't wait for the snow to melt enough. So we did a couple of lake hikes, but they were, we got snowed out, but it was still fun to kind of like talk to the kids about, hey, look, the snow is still here, even though it's not by our house because we're so high and we're close to the mountain. Um, and then um, just like fun little hikes where there was no snow, we did a lot of that. And then in the summer, it was basically lake days almost always or there's like a couple of creeks around here too so we would go to the creeks and I seriously even to this day I love going to the creek because they're so shallow they're so slow the kids can just wade in and as I mean nothing's really gonna happen to them with you right there but they feel such a sense of like freedom and adventure because they get to experience like risky play on their own without everyone being like, oh, be careful. Don't get too close to the water. Make sure I can see you. So that I, the creeks are my absolute favorite during the summer. Yes. So good. I actually was just thinking today too about how I almost feel like I'm part of this little adventure club <laughs> now yeah. because we just have this mom text going. And if someone is going to the park even, or yeah. walking around when we're in Canada now for the summer. So walking yeah. around one of the provincial parks, yeah. like you said, going to throw rocks in the water, yeah. send a message and say, Hey, this is what we're doing. And then yeah. we do it. So there's even less structure to it there's almost no yeah. structure it's just this is what we're yeah. doing but it's so fun to see the kids just thrive with other yes. in outdoors right yes and they totally do like you wouldn't think that like so you know I just needed to get out and like be with other moms and so I was like oh yeah I'm pretty sure that my kids just want to be around some other kids you know and then to see it go from I just need to get out of the house to being like something that we looked forward to and that the kids were just like just, I mean, literally thriving, like you said, just being able to have this freedom with other kids. It was just, it's, it's an amazing experience. And I recommend joining adventure clubs to everyone, even if it's just like you and a girlfriend or you and two girlfriends, which is how we started. It's totally worth it. Oh, incredible. So saying that, did you have a favorite adventure that stood out to you that you most like to go do? Oh, it's so hard because I just love it all so much. Um, one of my favorite things to do, though, was when the husbands weren't working. So like on the weekends, sometimes we would still get together and we would go to the lakes. We'd bring out the paddle boards and we'd bring out, you know, all the kids' toys and we'd have a little tiny barbecue and we'd stay for the whole day. So the dads really got to be a part of it too. And so that was just probably my all-time favorite. And we found a lake that we had, none of us had ever gone to that's like an hour and a half from here. And it was seriously so beautiful. And so from that day forward, we were like, yeah, we're going to come here like once a month. It's just so amazing. And the kids, like getting them on the paddleboard and the water so clear and being able to be with the dads, like it was just... Those were my most favorite, the weekend one. Yeah, the family adventure. Yeah, exactly. So did in those kind of days, did you skip naps or just nap on the go or what was? Yeah, so um, I, with my first son, we never skipped naps ever because I was very like first time mom, very stressed. But with my daughter, it, I got a little bit better and it was easier for me to skip naps. I still would put the pressure on us to like figure out how to nap on the go, but she wasn't having it. She wanted to be out playing with everybody else. So we just skipped naps and then went to bed extra early that night when we got home. 
I feel like when you're the second, third, fourth kid and you know the older ones aren't napping, you just, yeah, not a chance. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, then there's the noise and the, you know, you're not in your bed and yeah. Right. So are you still doing your adventure club? So we actually took like a little break this um, winter because the two moms that I was doing it with originally, they both moved to Maine, but one of the moms is actually moving back. So we're really excited. Uh, we're going to start probably after the baby's born and get back out there. So I'm really excited. Fantastic. So it, it lasted almost a couple of years, I guess. Hey, yeah, two, two years. Yep. So nice. Okay. Switching topics because it is totally my dream to yes. visit Oregon. Oh, you have to. It's amazing. You will you will fall in love. Okay. So what do you think are a couple things that are just a must do? Oh my goodness. Uh, I choose only. Are you coming in the summer? Oh, good question. I guess it depends because Adrian and I have it on our list and we really want to do it with the kids. So if that's the case, we probably would do it in fall or spring, but if I can do it with my husband, and kids yeah. then it'd be summer so yeah probably just not okay. winter I'm guessing <laughs> yeah so in the fall if you come you have to go to um this town called Hood River they have what they call their fruit loop and so we go every year it's amazing uh we go in October and you just pick apples and they have all these farms you can all you can also do it in the spring because that's when they do their berries and things like that so we make it a whole thing we go to all the different farms and it is, I don't know what it is, but something about being on the farms and picking all the fruit and being in a slightly different climate. It's and the fall foliage. Oh, so beautiful. Cause in central Oregon, we don't have fall foliage. We are considered the high desert. So we have some leafy trees, but it's mostly pine and ponderosa. So. Okay. That will be up Adri's alley. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to go. I've been you wanting have to. Go so you long. have to. But if you do come in the summer, the lakes and the rivers are like where it's at. So we live in Sun River. There's a river that runs, the Deschutes runs right through our little town. And people just float that literally every day, all summer. And it's amazing. So when you're traveling with your family, you guys usually do road trips probably then, right? You just drive. Yeah, we do road trips. And we've flown a few times to go to different other places. Like I love Arizona. We are big fans of Arizona. Someday I'll travel all of Arizona and do all the things there. But um, so, yeah, we've flown a few times. But yeah, mostly it's road trips. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so going back to Adventure Club, where would you encourage families to start when it comes to starting an Adventure Club? I mean, honestly, the best place to start is just at finding a girlfriend or finding a friend or another family that they have kids similar in age, doesn't have to be the exact same age, and just say, hey, you want to go to the river? Or, hey, do you want to go to the park? And then just sort of start from there and making it like a weekly thing. For me, it was nice to know that like every week on Wednesday, that was going to be Adventure Club Day. Um, So I could plan around that. But even like you said, just text some other moms and you're like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And then you all go and you're like, yeah, let's do that. So I think even that, even a low key adventure club is, is totally worth it. Yeah. And I want to put an emphasis again on you saying that there was a seven year age gap. Yes. Because 
I think even in the outdoors, there's even less of a notice of age difference. Like let's say you're doing a craft inside the house, you might notice more of that age difference because yeah. there's yeah, just, just a bigger difference, but outside they just support each other and they do all the yeah. things and try and catch up. <laughs> yeah. And that's, what's so great about being out in the outdoors anyway, with the mixed ages is they do, you will find them supporting each other more than if you were at home. Or for example, right now, my kids argue when we're at home, but the second we go out into nature, they're like, come on, let me show you this. Or no, look at what I've just found. And so, yeah, the age difference is actually so fun to watch them support each other or show other things that this one might be interested in that this one doesn't never would have even looked at. And then they're just together and it's really, it's really amazing. Yes. I need a shirt that says it's easier to parent in the outdoors. Oh, 100%. I will buy that shirt. (laughs) So is there anything else you wanted to share today about adventure clubs or anything in general? No, I think just the main thing is just find someone and just do it. Even if it's only one other family, just go and do it because it makes such a big difference. And like, even for me as the mom, I felt like a breath of fresh air. Like I could actually enjoy my kids. Whereas at home, I was like, Oh, I got to clean this. I got to do these chores. I need to answer this phone call or do this work. And so when I was at home, none of that stuff matters that flies away, you know? And so just do it so that you can, you personally as mom can thrive, but also so that your kids can thrive at the same time. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like when you just start with that one other family, it will grow because then that totally. family, it was another family. And yes, <laughs> exactly. It does snowball just like that. Where can people find you to follow along? Um, so I'm mostly on Instagram and um, that's at So I'm a mom now. And that's pretty much it. I used to have a blog, but three kids now. That's just not going to happen anymore. <laughs> Instagram is your blog. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yep. So let's end with our final questions. In the okay. last few months, what was your best purchase under $100? So I hate putting sunscreen on my children. It's like a big thing that I really hate doing because they don't like it. All the things. It gets sticky. It's white. Um, so we've been buying some sun protection shirts and, um, we actually just got some from black strap and they're amazing. They're so thin. My son is obsessed. He will, he gets himself dressed now and he's always in a sun shirt and they, they're just so light. And I really like those. And then they don't make them in my daughter's size yet. She's a little too little. So we're just doing Patagonia for her. Okay. Yes. SPF clothing, clothing is such a gift. And then you don't have to reapply. (laughs) It's so nice. And then they have these big brim hats. My husband, the other day, he's like, I think I should give myself one of those adult sized hats. Yes, he should. (laughs) Yeah, he totally should. I know you recommended a book at the beginning and I will for sure link that book up, but is there another book or a show or a podcast recommendation you have right now? Um, so the 1000 hours outside Jenny, she just came out with her new book. And so I'm slowly working through that, that I think I'm on chapter five and it's really good. It's just kind of like her story as a mom and how she started a thousand hours outside and then kind of re-motivating me to get back into starting adventure club back up in August. Okay. I'm excited to see your new adventure club. Yeah. <laughs> or your- <laughs> 
revisit well, it. Well, maybe do a revamp. Yes. <laughs> and lastly, if there was no time or money limit, where would you travel or explore? I know that people would say somewhere overseas or like in the Bahamas or somewhere tropical. But honestly, if time was not time and money was not an issue, I seriously would van life or RV life all over the United States because there is so many amazing things that we, we haven't even seen. I mean, my kids have been to three states so far. So I just, I would totally take like a year or two years and just travel all over America just to see all the things. It has been so cool seeing that a lot of more of that has happened in the last yep. couple of years because yeah. it's just increasing my bucket list tenfold. <laughs> 100%. You should see all my Instagram saves. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go there. Let's save that place. Yes. So, I can totally relate. <laughs> well, thank you so much for this today and for inspiring families to start their own adventure club. I hope that is something that people take on in the new year. Yeah, me too. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP Media Productions.